Welcome to this week's episode of Lagnapod. I am Rob Holbert, one of the co-publishers of Lanyap. I'm here with a, a, a huge room full of men here. Ashley's not with us. Okay, go around the horn, guys, and introduce yourselves. I'm Scott Johnson. Tommy Hicks. Dale Leash. Brady Petrie. And I'm Kyle Hamrick. I mean, my goodness. Man, it's just it's like, it's, a, it's like a, a line. I mean, It's my, like a know, gentleman's like, club yeah. in here. <laughs> Man. Where's my cigars? Yeah, yeah right? I don't know if a gentleman's club is the right thing to say, but anyway, <laughs> something like that. So uh, we, we've got uh, Kyle and Brady joining us here for their second Lagnapod. They're, they're here getting their, uh, they're getting their feet wet as new reporters here at Lanyap. How's it going, guys? It's going great. This is uh, officially my second full week today. Uh, Mark's my second full week here at the Lanyap, so I'm fully... Fully in it, and I'm I'm ready to go. Listen to that radio voice. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm I'm still getting off the ground here, but we are off and running in Baldwin County, so it's good to be here. All right, Kyle. Kyle good. sounds good. like he could sing some country music, there and Brady just yeah. sounds like Eli Gold over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, I'll, I'll let's, gladly let's, take Eli Gold's career. There Absolutely. you go. He's he he might be ready to be replaced. I don't yeah. know. I'm not okay. Sorry, I don't want to get everybody riled up here. Sorry. Um, so let's has a serious it. medical issue, but that's all right. Go it's ahead. Not, well, okay, it's okay yeah. to talk about K. Ivy, but not Eli Gold. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about things going on this week. Um, you know, Dale, you, you cover story this week's about the Civic Center. We are um, we don't have to go into massive detail here because there are a lot of details, but it, <laughs> it looks like there's two plans, right? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a plan that includes the theater. And a uh, and a renovation of the theater for uh, an, an additional thirty million dollars, and then there's one that do, that is only the the dome. It's so we got embrace the dome and shift to the east. And really, the only difference in the two plans is cost. One is about one hundred and thirty two million dollars to renovate both. I mean, to renovate one, uh, just the just the arena, and then the the renovate both the arena and the theater. It's about one hundred and sixty eight million. So there's about a right thirty six million dollar gap between there, the yeah, 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 and what construction costs. Tear Something it down plan. Uh, tear it down plan is currently not on the table <laughs> yeah. that yeah. I know of. That was not a popular plan, and yes. so that is no longer an option. As so far I mean, as I know. reading it, reading it, you know, they obviously they're going to reduce the the number of seats in the, the slightly, center, slightly. Yeah. It sounds like they're going to. I was the one thing the angle one one thing in the story that was fascinating to me was the number of bathrooms. That how many bathrooms they <laughs> that we they want to put in there versus the number of bathrooms they already already had. And the number of ladies' rooms wow. is minuscule compared to right now. I mean, it's what is it, 28 ladies' rooms compared yeah. to how many men's rooms? There were 60-something men's 60 rooms. 60-something's men's room, <laughs> 28 ladies' rooms in the thing at this point. And if you've ever been to a Mardi Gras ball there, which yeah. I have, yeah. that's a real problem. Well, it is. It, it explains so much. Yeah, all of a sudden, it? I was like, okay, I get this now. After all these years going in there, you're like, they only had 28 women's bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that thing was built in the middle of the 60s. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, how many things are we going to have that just men are going to? But yeah. I mean, we don't let so, women out of the house. Around but yeah, but exactly so right. now the with the new plan, there are going to be how many? Do you remember the number off the top I, of your head? I don't, many, but there needs but, to be 90 more women's bathrooms. I think 128 it's, it's women's bathrooms. It's over 100 bathrooms, bathrooms yeah. no, 128. for on both sides. Yeah, like 128 yeah, yeah. men's rooms and, and women's rooms. Yeah. Where are they going to put all these uh, they got they got plans for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to put them up up above at the top of the bowl. They're going to have them where be they buckets were. Buckets or something people can have. Or <laughs> buckets is, that they know, lower yeah. down yeah. via it's dolly. That, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, that was that was an astonishing part of the plan. Um, and then you know another interesting part of the plan for me was was parking. Yeah, 
uh, they're going to have a they're going to have a parking deck with I think they said a thousand to twelve hundred wow twelve hundred spaces. Right now there's twelve hundred fifty spaces, but it's open. It's like a it's surface parking, and surface parking is ugly. So yeah. they're trying to kind of use the space a little bit better. So they're going to put a parking deck, um, get rid of some of the uh, spaces. People are still upset. People people here hate street, people in Mobile hate street parking for some reason, and so uh, we have an issue where they're always. I mean, we're always going to complain about parking, and downtown parking is an issue, but that's because people doesn't don't want to pay for it. And I don't blame them. I don't either. Yeah, but I, that's that's the biggest issue with downtown parking. Is there's a lot of pay pay yeah, lots people you know, don't want to pay. Welcome for. to the big city. Yeah. That's how it is. You yeah. know, parking is always an issue in a city. That's uh, you know people like to complain about it. So anyway, yeah, we're talking about we're talking about refurbishing both the civic center and or the theater. Um, and, uh, and, you know, 8,000, 8,000 seats as opposed to over 10,000. And, uh, they say that that's the right size for our area that we'll get, you know, it'll help us get better, yeah. better concerts than we've been getting there. The other guy said, what did he say? He's like, uh, you know, if we're going to make it X amount, it should be really a little bit smaller. Yeah, it should um, be. You're not going to get Elton John, but you wouldn't get him anyway, right? Yeah, that's, that, that was the quote, and that's harsh. It's like, especially since Elton John's played the Civic Center three times. Yeah, like, he hadn't uh, recently, uh, though. Uh, uh, it's 2016. I mean, uh, Did he, he come played, in 2016? Yes. Oh, oh, crap. Pretty okay. recently. All right, that yeah. is, that is, that is I recent I mean, the enough. guy didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, I like, forgot he know, played in 2016. Smacking us around, saying I can't get Elton John here. He's been here three times. I don't know. When I saw Elton John live, when I when I saw Elton John live it was in biluxi so maybe i'm the problem yeah part um, of the problem but i mean uh, he's come here i mean i just like you know just saying i guy should have done a little research his point was don't that. build for easter sunday i got it. when you got regular mass happening but we also and, shouldn't act like we can't get decent acts here yeah. buddy you know just saying like yeah anyway. we can we can get the pope on easter sunday if we want sometimes maybe that speaking was, of trying decent, to mix spe- the metaphors there speaking of decent acts uh top golf Top golf's coming, and that oh. was like the the story of the week on Facebook. I think we get like eighty thousand views yeah. or something on because people have hot takes. They have hot takes on Top Golf. So um, yeah, you know what's what's the latest on Top Golf? Is there any latest news? I mean, we know we we got some salary info. So, yeah, yeah. It's so it, they're they're in the pitching process. They're trying to get two point five million dollars from city and county, both halving that amount so which they're going to do both yeah. city and county say hey, well we're gonna, we're gonna city's expected to speak city's expected next to. week county they'll vote is. next week yeah. so so that that's driven some controversy in terms of people saying hey look these guys are coming out here they want to do their private industry here um and and it's out there at mcgowan park and we're going to give them we're going to give them 2.5 million bucks to do it basically right. and it's a billion dollar company so it chaps some people about that oh yeah um yeah it, but but they are claiming, hey, if we don't get this, yeah. they're not coming. Yeah, well, you got you got two camps. You got people who are saying, well, you know, why are you funding a private business? Why are you you know subsidizing a business basically? And then you got the other people who are like, hey, well, you we're in a competition with Mississippi and Florida. You right, know, how are we going right. to? Why are they going to choose us when Mississippi's got casinos, Florida's got whatever they got? So I don't know. There's two camps basically. I don't you know it's. It kind of falls on each. I feel like if cities teamed up and said, we're not going to let them do this to us, that, that we could, we could, they could would just, I'm not saying they would pick mobile anyway, even if nobody offered any money. And that may be the case. They may go to Florida. They may go to Mississippi, but, but, uh, but if, if cities just teamed up and said, we're not going to fund a private enterprise that made a billion dollars in fiscal year, 2021 to, to do this. Then maybe maybe we wouldn't see it happening as much. Uh, but 
I was squarely in that camp that we should that we shouldn't pay to to have a private company come in. But however, <laughs> I heard arguments yesterday at the pre conference meeting where it was more like, yeah. The Britton Bond or the attorney that works on economic development for the city was basically like, yeah, we don't like to give this kind of incentive to retail ish businesses, but we view this as retail and entertainment. Right. And so the entertainment piece was too large for us to, to not offer the incentives. And, and the Todd Waldo, the uh, real estate executive right. for Top Golf basically said, you know, this is critical to us coming here. So you, you put those two things in there, and it's pretty clear that they weren't going to come here right. without something. Yeah, but, but I, I, you could call their bluff, too, you know? I it, mean, it they, is, it's a game of Texas Hold'em yeah. always with these yeah. things, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, remember when uh, the USA a couple years ago was saying it was critical that the city That's and county, true. critical yeah. for the city and the county to give them $5 million each to build the, the stadium out Or they there. wouldn't build it. And, and the city didn't do it right. And right. I'm pretty sure that they still have the stadium. Yeah. 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 So, you know, there's, <laughs> there's that. Uh, we've got to have this. We've only got a billion dollars last year. We need that million bucks or we can't do this. Yeah. It's hard, but I get it. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things people want. Uh, people obviously are interested in it, excited yeah. about it. Um, you know, well, you've got BS, you got BS stories running around like, oh, Mobile was going to get Disney World and they balked on it. Right. right so like right. you, you have to outlive that <laughs> BS. By the way, that's not a true story. I don't believe, I think we've talked about it. That, that can't be true. Um, I'll, you know, I challenge somebody to, to prove me wrong, but I don't think that that's true. And so like you've always got that. You don't want to be the council. You don't want to be the commission that says no to entertainment. Yeah, you know, if you did say no and Top Golf went somewhere else, then you yeah. look dumb and people are upset about it. And you know, I, the concept of you know, are they going to bring in a million dollars worth of revenue? I mean, you know, they say they will in what over, two and a half years yeah, over the course yeah. of a couple of years. You know, twenty million you know, in twenty years is what yeah, they say. That, so, yeah. they, so you know, if they if they do that, it'll be a winner. If they're here in twenty years, happy, yeah. and that's not revenue; that's economic benefit. Now, one of the clawbacks is they have to stay here. I don't know what the time frame is on yeah. that, but they can't just close up, shut, take the money, be open for a while, and close up. They have to stay here. I don't know what the the I don't know what the time frame is on that, yeah. but there are some clawbacks there's also some sort of local hiring clawback how often we claw back anything but well, we know uh, we know, you know we don't it's not it typically sounds, done. Some, Look sounds at, good but when somebody packs it, up and declares bankruptcy and leaves it's like, what are you clawing at was but, it uh, was it Oda, uh, what's Oda Campo now yeah, yeah had clawbacks yeah. i don't think yeah. we ever realized Tis and Krupp, yeah Tis and Krupp, they gave everything in the world to Tis and Krupp, and then they left um yeah but, yeah so well we're going to take a quick break and we'll uh, we'll be right back with tommy hicks who's been very quiet so far Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings, the Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Come have a clipper at Hero's, Mobile's own since 1998. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile original since 1998. And we're back with Tommy Hicks. How are you, Tommy? I'm not making $21,000 a day. Well, let's go ahead and get okay. to it. Oh, let's get we're doing to this, this now? Let's right, do, of course. Well, we want to get it out of the way Dale, so we got to get it. to the other stuff. Dale just like tore his shoulder out of socket just getting ready. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Nick Saban's new contract. Tommy, how much is it? Do you know? Uh, 
more than I'm making here. You have enough numbers on your just calculator. Slightly more than just slightly raises. more than I'm making here. Well, you know. I hey, heard that. Uh, we uh, usually do raises at the end of the year. You do. It's all right. It's coming. I'm, I'm waiting. Isn't it? Nick, your lawyer has been I'm in touch. I'm coming after you, Nick. Your lawyer has been in touch with you. You need to get Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Sexton as your, your lawyer. I do have Jimmy Sexton. Okay. Your lawyer is and your agent. Yes. Uh, according to reports, he makes like 21500 a day. That's yeah. not a bad... I think it's a ten point ten point eight million dollars a year until twenty thirty, and then it goes. Up, I think twenty twenty eight through twenty thirty, it goes up to twelve so, yeah. a year. So but the, the con- interesting part was the eight hundred thousand dollar completion of services con- ad- added to it for the next three years, three or four years. Oh, you finished the season here. Here's another right. almost million dollars to keep him here. Thank yeah, you yeah, so much. Yeah. So the the interesting part to me of that whole thing, they also signed the uh, Greg Burns signed a new contract as the AD, the yep. athletic director, now, for keeping Nick. <laughs> well, yeah, right. So he's got to be making somewhere around three million a year now because he was last time I checked was at two point eight. Um, as I've reported several times, that position six years ago was paid seven hundred thousand dollars. They were winning championships back then, weren't they? Six years ago, seven years Maybe. ago. Yeah. yeah. So that, that position, they've escalated that the salary in that position so much in the last five, six years. It is mind-blowing to me. But, um, you know, you get into this whole thing, of the concept of whether is it worth it, is this the escalation, is it, you know, he jumped over, I guess, Kirby Smart, right? Yeah, yeah, by yeah. by about four hundred thousand dollars a year. Kirby now, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's it's does this escalation obviously does it continue? Yes, yes. So it's keeping up with the Joneses. When does I mean, it ever stop? It doesn't. You know? it, it's not going to stop. It, it doesn't stop. What, do, it won't I mean, stop. Will, will there be a college coach making fifty million dollars a year? You know, relatively soon, or twenty five million dollars a year? Is that is that where we're headed? There are not a lot of Knicks and Kirby's out there, but uh, yeah, I'm shoot. If well, somebody's got to win. Yeah. You know, Nick and Kirby. Get out of the game. Somebody's going to win the championship, right? They'll yeah, but they'll but, figure but, to be good. But Saban's point. been so dominant. I don't know if we'll I, see a dominant run like that again. I mean, we could. Well, I mean, I think with NIL money, you yeah, you maybe may well. You, well, plus, as they expand the college football playoff, more TV money is going to come in. And yeah. where do you think that money is yeah. going to go? Yeah. It's going to go straight to the coaches. Well, it, but it, you know, you look at all this again. We, you know, we've been talking about NIL money a lot with the name, image, likeness money, and you look at the states that have people who have a tremendous amount of money. And I mean, I know that everybody will say, well, Alabama's got a lot of money. Alabama does not have a lot of money compared to the likes of California, Texas, Florida. Oh, you're talking about NIL. Yeah. Yeah. That'll allow, that'll allow Texas A&M to catch up. That'll allow USC to catch up. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if you buy good players can, you know, could your your dog coach them? I mean, is it, uh, does it, does it devalue the coach? I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm a man of multitudes. Okay. Wow. (laughs) I've seen that t-shirt. Very nice. I will sit here. Can you edit that out? I will will sit here and tell you the man of multitudes. I will sit here and tell you that Nick Saban deserves to be the highest paid coach in college football. There's He's no the doubt. greatest of all time. There's no doubt. I agree. But I will also tell you that coaches are getting paid too much. Yeah, college right. coaches are getting paid too much. Yeah, and so. we several years ago we had people, you know, moaning and complaining about players possibly getting paid and we're paying coaches 10 million dollars a year yeah. i like who's who's really doing who's really doing the work here? Like like Saban is great. He's the greatest of all time. 
I, I love him. I'm glad he's staying at Alabama until 2030. Uh, you know, God willing, and the and the you know rain creek don't, don't rise. Creek yeah. don't the rise. Creek is rising, but it's, it's been raining. It's but uh, definitely rising. Hopefully, hopefully he stays uh, as long as he, he he wants to. But but yeah, we pay coaches too much. Um, probably don't play pay or don't pay players enough. Um, that may be changing. Too, that may be changing you know, quickly though. Yeah. So so like. I, I hear what you're saying. I, the state can't, state shouldn't pay a coach ten million dollars to coach, well, but Saban should get well, paid the most. It's, it's, the, There's the, probably a lot of booster money in there too. Well, it has to, yeah. yeah, a lot of it There's is. There's a ton of a lot of it te- is. He's only technically a public employee. Well, right? now he gets paid a lot by the state. Yeah, yeah. he does okay. get it. He gets a large salary from the state, but okay. the, but the vast majority of that will come from yeah, yeah. foundations as well. Yeah, yeah, that is booster money. But you know. Again, this, as I keep pointing out in, in a lot of the things I've been writing about at college level with the, the expenses, or, you know, the salaries of, of right. presidents and chancellors keeps going through the roof. And that seems and to be seems right in lockstep yeah. with, when they look across and go, that coach is making $11 million a year and I'm only getting paid 800000 to run this whole university. But, but again, you we're know, talking about people. We're talking yeah. with Saban and with, with the president of the university and with all that stuff, the chancellor, for instance, of yes. UA. We're talking about people who are pencil pushers right. that are running like the business side of the right. school. We're not talking about people who are getting paid to run the school for what it was meant to be, which right. is an educational institution. Right. We're not seeing that kind of pay for professors. We're not seeing it no. for... No. For it's not bleeding down into for the all school. Those, it's not bleeding down into those it's areas. It's just the people who already, but but it's it's bleeding yeah. over into the administrators right. who are, which is the wrong place. Like that needs they to bleed are, over. Yeah. You know, well, they're deserving of such right. things because they're administrators. And Police escort and to human, football games. Yes. You know all that human nature being what it is. It's probably hard for that top guy to look over and say, "Man, the coach makes." Five times as much as I make, or ten times as much as I make, and and uh, you it know, hurts they, that they, pride. They, it yeah. hurts that a little yeah. bit. But yeah. In real life, cops, teachers, firemen, they don't make what some guy who developed a website makes. That's true. I mean, you know, it's just it's that way everywhere. It it's is. just going it with is. what the market will bear, as it, it always has been. It so. is. And plus, it's all in, in athletics. It's all an arms race. I mean, it's not just you got to pay your coaches. They think you have to pay the, those guys that kind of money to keep them to win so that you can have other things at the university. You bring in the money through athletics and then you have it trickle down through the education system. But it also turns around and involves look at stadiums now. Look at the locker rooms now. Look right. at all that. I mean, training it is, facilities. It's all that yeah. stuff is like gone through the roof. Blowing up. Yeah. Well, so you uh, you mentioned an arms race. race. That, that was what I, a list there. Um, yeah, you mentioned an arms race, um, and we had one out at South. So we did. We hey, did. Look at that segue. That was that a segue. Really I stumbled nice. all over that segue, but anyway, you know, it was bad. But it was uh, worth the no, wait. I, it. It, it I was, was jumping good. on it, but I really worth it. the wait. Anyway, yeah. yeah, it got there. Um, so we have the arms race at, at South. Who's who's got the arm out there? The guy with the arm is Carter Bradley, yeah. who was named the starting quarterback for South. Uh, Alabama this week. Um, if you had been at the two scrimmages, it was he was clearly the choice. Yeah, uh, really big arm. Uh, seemed to have really good command of Ap- Apple White's uh, Major Apple White's offense. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in Desmond Trotter, who has been a starter in 16 games over the last three years, uh, was in the race pretty well, and he is a better player than he was a year ago. But uh, Bradley. 
seemed to me, and from my point of view, Bradley seemed to clearly be the guy that, that should have been no, tab number no, one. Bradley came through space and time through the portal, right? Yes, and, he did. And he, he came from he, Toledo. He, he came had from a different Toledo. dimension of Toledo and, and landed here the through Toledo the Toledo Rockets. And he's a, what, a ninth-year senior or something like that? 10, 11, something yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, he, he was at four seasons yeah. there, but with the COVID, you get the extra right. year. So uh, he's here for one year. Uh, his father is Gus Bradley, who is the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, right. former head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, so family background. Briefly, former former right coach there. of Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people hold on to I that think title. three of us at this table have yeah, been yeah. that at one point, yes. I was in sure. consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in consideration. those photos of you. I, think I, I turned it down yeah. to come here. Right. I know. Well, you know, I thought, I think probably I made a good right, choice. Uh, yeah. the right probably choice. the right choice. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot less sweaty in here. Um, but, well, that's, that's good stuff. And so um, we got football starting this week. We got everything cranking up. You got – Apparently, you've done very well in your picks, I think, so far, Tommy. How are- well, it's one week. I'm, one not, week. I'm not getting one week excited. You're, you know, you're doing well. Maybe I beat a 1A team, and I didn't know. Instant, you know, Now the real games are coming, and I'm going to tank like crazy, which is usually the case. But right now, I'm let's number be, one in the Let's not picks. be so negative. Let, let's, let's be positive. Okay. Throw I'm positive bit, that there's possibility out. Probably. <laughs> and who's, and who's, our, the edge and who's our guest picker? Who's our guest picker this week in the paper? AJ McCarron. Roll Tide. AJ McCarron. Okay. Yeah, see, good, good work. That guy's always got to come back so to sad. it. He's a homer. He's um, always but got the, uh, a homer. He's the biggest homer in America. He's a homer. They, um, so, also, we got game of the week this week. What's, what's our game of the week? Game People of the week. Look forward to. Spanish Ford at Blunt. Both teams lost in close games last week. This is a region one game in 6A, and 6A is easily the toughest region in this area. I think the toughest in the state. So these games are really important. You don't want to be, I mean, if you're Spanish Ford, especially with their, with their success over the past few years, starting 02 is, it would not be a good thing. So it's a big game for them. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. Uh, folks can also catch a lot of that coverage on Saturday online, the, uh, and Friday nights and Saturday, the uh, late Friday night and then. Come back Saturday if come you're already Saturday. in bed. Come it, back it'll be posted up there on right lanyapmobile.com so people can check it out. All right, thanks, Tommy. We'll be right back. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings, the Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Woo! Come have a clipper at Heroes, Mobile's own since 1998. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile original since 1998. And we are back. We've lost some folks. Uh, Tommy and Scott bailed on us. There's a lot more room in here now. So, uh, yeah. It doesn't smell as bad either. It's kind of nice. In good shape. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's rough. That's, yeah, yeah. Not, that's not very nice, Dale. <laughs> I, anyway. didn't, I didn't want to be the one to say it. So yeah, I'm glad yeah, you put yeah, it I hear you. I hear um, you. It, it does seem less. There's humid. definitely more it seems el- less humid in here. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, this week we've got, uh, we've got one of the issues that uh, y'all wrote about uh, is that there's Flooding at the soccer field, the soccer complex, huh? So tell tell us a little bit about that. What's going on with that? Yeah, so basically, uh, we were contacted um, by you know, a parent that has a, a 
child that plays on those fields and everything. And they said that they basically get to use those fields about 50% of the time. And those fields are booked, you know, Monday through Friday from about 5 p.m. to about 10 p.m. And of course, there's multiple teams, multiple organizations using those fields. And so it's understandable there's going to be a lot of wear and tear with only three fields. Um, but the issue is the drainage system does not seem to be uh, capable of pulling all that weight with all the wear and tear on it. And I understand that they recently got $2 million. Um, now what that's going to go towards is unsure at this point for the soccer fields, but um, it's something definitely to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. And obviously with all the rain that's been coming in over the past couple of weeks, that doesn't help matters at all. It, it so. has definitely rained a little bit. Um, we've had, you know, that's, uh, that's been a big issue, but that, you know, that complex, that soccer complex is one. I know that uh, County Commissioner Connie Hudson, really has pushed. I mean, it's, it's her baby. She's wanted this from the word go. Uh, there was a lot of, at the beginning, she really wanted to buy in for lots and lots of money and this whole thing, but she's had to kind of piecemeal it since then. That's um, right. But you know, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean the- obviously we're having an extraordinary amount of rain, but it's, but as Dale will tell us, it, we're, we haven't reached our, uh, average, our our average yet, so we're still below average for rainfall. That's, that's really almost unbelievable, isn't it? At I mean, this point I mean, in the year, I, I, you guys. I mean, where, where y'all were from here? Y'all were up in the northern part of the state. Does it rain like that, like this, up there at all? Not as frequently as yeah. it does down here. Now, I will say the thunderstorms are much more violent up there, but in terms of just frequency, more violent than the, than down here. Oh, it's really? much more violent. Well, I mean, they also have more experience. tornadoes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But in terms of frequency, it's unbelievable. I have never seen this much water in my entire life in my 23 years breathing on this earth i have never seen this much water it's It's, unbelievable it's a lot for me and i grew up here so like i hear you when i I was when i was in college you know i i I was thinking about all these kids who come uh, i went to spring hill and all these kids came from out of state and um this one geographically challenged student uh wrote on the men's room wall mobile is the rain state <laughs> you know, it was shortly in, okay, you know, maybe not a rain state, but this is a kid coming from somewhere else and is like, I'm like, man, you know, those kids who just came in a couple of weeks ago into Mobile for their college experience are probably like, what in the hell is going on? I don't think they've seen a sunny day. I don't think they've seen a sunny day since no. they started college, no. those poor it kids. Is, it is. It's, it, but it blows my mind when you say that we are still below our average. We are below right our average. Well, you remember how dry the spring was. I remember because I was yeah. trying to get grass to grow, well, and it, it was so frustrating. It, the, even yeah, the early summer was hot. Which yeah. um, I mean, we've had we're really getting into some weather talk here. But the uh, you yeah. know we had some very mild springs for the last several years, and um, I have a great big uh, fig tree in my backyard, and it had jillions of figs on it and they just burned up i didn't get any figs this year yeah. because it, they all burned up and of course now it's like the tree loves it but no figs no figs but they're all yeah, burned up like my backyard looks like jurassic park <laughs> I mean, the elephant ears are gigantic i mean I, they're blocking the gate yeah they're yeah. so huge but yeah so i mean it's uh that's an issue going back to the soccer fields <laughs> Tying it one back they're gonna in. have to deal with you know i mean as you say this isn't we're not even at the average so we have this level of rainfall this is the rainiest one of the rainiest cities in the United States, if not the rainiest, almost we're, every year. We're, we're the rainiest city in the continental United States per inches per year. Yeah, right. If you went by rainy days, it's with like, we're, we're like third yeah. behind. Like, uh, and, then, and then as far as rain inches go, Hilo, Hawaii, 
and uh, and Juneau, Alaska, are both rainier. But yeah. but we are the rainiest city, and Seattle has the rainy most rainy days. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> that is that is courtesy of Alan Seals' Twitter account. Oh, so you can okay. thank there Alan, right. colleague Alan Seals, yes. for that. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, the issue with the soccer complex is only going to get worse as more rain comes in, and uh, we, you know, haven't had a system yet down here. Yeah. So obviously, if that comes in, yes. that'll just. Uh, but the good news is, talking to Commissioner Hudson, um, you know. This is something, like you said, it's her baby. She's not going to put this on the back burner. She said it's, uh, I know a lot of people had a lot of questions about with the aquatic center being built there, that there might be some concerns that the soccer fields just kind of get pushed to the side for the time being. But she's, you know, kind of reassured that the soccer complex has been at the forefront of her mind and will continue to be. So, you know what? We'll if they don't, if they don't fix the drainage problem, you could just, you don't have to build the aquatic you center. Yeah, you yeah, could I was just about to say, like, right there's, there. there's already Absolutely. one there. There's, it is yes, turning into, sure. it, it is. I, I'm at saving the county center. money. I'm saving right. the county millions of dollars. Absolutely, yes. Well, speaking of millions of dollars, here's a segue. Oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> King of segues. Baldwin, the Baldwin yeah. County Commission this week, Kyle, has said no to these raises. We have raises we were going to give out, but they've decided to cut them off. Why? Yes. So the county has like $40 million something million in ARPA funds. Yes. And they thought ARPA that funds it being be coming the from the American Rescue Plan Act. Right. COVID, so, COVID yeah. funds, basically. Yes. COVID money, yeah. COVID. So, COVID money. So back in June, they had voted to give every county employee full-time $700 per month and part-time $500 per month until like 2024, but they did not realize that the $750,000 that was on their sheet of paper was not the one-time pool. They were actually going to have to pay $750,000 every month for 30 months. Right. And on Tuesday of last week, they quickly put a stop to yeah, it. They realized, hey, we just committed to paying out $22 million in bonuses, right? Yes. So yes. somebody was just like, wait a minute. Um, it wasn't one of the, the commissioners looked at the, the ARPA funds mm-hmm. was like, why is $22 million of this taken up in, in uh, payments to employees? And like, well, y'all decided to. Give them all, uh, rate, you know, bonuses for thirty months straight. I don't understand um, how it got to that point, though. I don't like, either. at what point it, you have a county administrator, you have it, a it, finance chair, like, why not? It really seems like one of those moments, like, well, my my calculator was on the fritz. I didn't, I didn't have batteries for it, and I didn't really. They only you know, have twenty. They only have twenty fingers you know, and toes. Like, how so. how did that one get past you? That's a lot of money. That um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of an embarrassing scene, I mm. think, in some ways. Also, if I'm an employee, I know. Oh, it's ridiculous, but I'd be a little bit upset. I got to be honest with you. I'd be a little upset. I mean, I know. Lord, every single employee was going to get like twenty five grand by the time this this thing over the course of the next two and a half years. Yeah, it's that's a that's a pretty uh, that's a substantial amount of money for (laughs) for that's a nice bonus. I mean, it's a very nice bonus. You know, I'm sure somebody's taking a bass boat back to the to the the store back to the bass pro shop to bring the boat back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody would be dumb enough to buy their bass boat at bass pro shop would they i don't, I don't know. know all right they, they sell them they sell they them sell i don't them. know man they just somebody really buys expensive. them i don't know I, no, I, they're 
ridiculously expensive. expensive. But hey, me. sponsor us, Bass Pro Shops, yeah, if you, you, know. you want to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We're not talking that bad about I it. I love like the to shop. See, I yeah. like to see yeah. people take their, their uh, girlfriends on dates at Bass Pro Shops. Hey, I took my yeah. girl. I took, yeah. when I, before I married my wife, We one of our dates was Bass Pro Shop. I there you go. swear to God. You stole her heart nice. right they've there. Got that, uh, yeah. They've got that sandwich shop there. Well, we didn't, we, we didn't eat. We didn't eat any what? food there. We just how, pretended. How, how we cheap? just pretended we were being what chased by bears. Bear. You know what? You know what? She makes my, her own money. My, fa- my favorite Bass Pro Shop story when I was dating my wife was that she and I were at Bass Pro Shop, and I took a picture of her next to the you know the stuffed bears. And yeah, stuff exactly. That, That's and what their little does. habitat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then and then said something along the lines of you know we were out saw a mama bear while we were out hiking, and. There were people, you know, I put it online and people responded like, watch out, be careful, don't get near the baby and all this. Like, <laughs> there were people who really thought that we it's were clearly out. stuffed, guys. Yeah, come I'm on, like, come on. She's gosh, got a purse around her shoulder. Facebook. There's a little gate right there, but there were people who were absolutely dispensing bear news for us. You know, so Every bear, bear expert in watch the bay. Watch out for that bear. Yeah. Yep. It was it was good stuff. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Bass Pro Shop. I love it. We've, uh, my brother used to like to take us there on Saturdays for some reason to play games and look at the fish. No, no, it's fun there. I get it. It's fun. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I hope the employees weren't buying any boats. Well, yeah, we somehow got way well, off. I think, yeah. Well, I think that most people will be buying a boat now because of all this daggum rain. They're going to need to. Yeah, we're going to need to have. I'm, I'm probably going to have to go spend my first check on it. <laughs> on a canoe? Yeah. What if yeah. all, uh, like, how many days can you counts that you've been here that it hasn't rained has there been a, there's been a day right at least one day i don't think there's been a single day that i've been here that it hasn't that rained a little bit just at least. felt like a torrential downpour ironically it didn't rain the first day that i was down here that i was moving everything into my apartment that was so just I was, to suck was, you in man exactly yeah. i was very yeah. thankful for that yeah. but then the next you know week and a half yeah. two weeks it's just so flooded so i'm gonna yeah. put you guys on the spot here okay you're, you're two new guys here in town observant journalists um mm-hmm. With rain withstanding, we're not going to talk about the rain. Right. Is there anything here that has jumped out at you? Something you found, liked, place you went to eat, something that's really like blowing your socks off? Well, I, I guess I'll touch on one positive and one negative okay. thing. Uh, I'll start with the negative and then get into the positive. Okay. Uh, the negative uh, has been uh, the traffic. This is Brady Petrie, by the way. This is Brady Petrie. Call him yes. up. Yes. yes. So, if, uh, yeah, call me up if, uh, if you agree with me or disagree. I want to hear it. So, um, But, yeah, the traffic uh, has been uh, pretty bad, which, granted, I come from rural northwest Alabama, so yeah, any traffic compared. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be bad compared to where I came from. Um, but, yeah, that's been the negative. Uh, the positive has been all the great restaurants. Uh, yeah. My fiance and I went out and had our anniversary dinner at uh, Riquettes, I think, is the name of it. Oh, Riquettes um, is great. Yes. Yeah, Brady, have you tried Bass Pro Shop? I have not. Take and, her and there. I have, I have a not. mean roast beef sandwich. <laughs> well, I'm concerned. You want to close the deal, Bass Pro Shop? Well, I'm concerned because see, she's from Chicago, <laughs> yeah. so I'm concerned oh. that if I took her on a date to Bass Pro Shop, she, she may call off the wedding. She might, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so far we've loved it down here. Great. it's been That's great good. overall. Yeah, Kyle. Well, you? well, Rob, I have to be completely real with you. I am from a very very small town in the middle of nowhere there's not even a post office and i am i am just you throw just, your mail from just, a different town huh? just thrilled to be in a city that has so many post offices <laughs> you know well, that's just go. that's that's just You've been catching up on your mailing to me huh? yeah. i mean all of the mail that i can send and receive that's, it's good it's stuff, unbelievable man. It's most, high quality. It's the most country thing I've ever heard well, in my life. I'm, I'm glad that, that you guys... I am the most country thing you've heard yeah, in your that's life. That's true. That's fair. I'm glad that's you fair. guys are finding some good stuff going on here. Well, we're glad to have you, and uh, we're going to take a break here this week. It's uh, 
you just check us out next week at Lag the Pod on next Thursday. Thanks, thanks a lot for listening. Bye. Bye. The Lagnapod is a Something Extra publishing production. Executive producers are Rob Holbert and Ashley Trice. Music is by Some Pulse Sounds and Electro Animals. Only subscribers like you have access to this podcast. Tell your friends they can sign up at my.lanyapmobile.com. For advertising opportunities, please call 251-450-4466.